This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, it's the uh, time in the show where we dig in between the headlines to get all those good little juicy nuggets out of Ottawa that don't get the attention they should, but they are important and generally are the things you need to hear about. No one does that better than our friends over at Black Locks Reporting, which is where we find Tom Korski, managing editor at Black Locks. Good to have you, Tom. Thank you, Alex. So the irony can't be lost on anybody, but B- Bill C-10 has been uh, gagged, shut down. Um, and so the committee now has five hours to complete debate on a bill that is aimed at shutting down debate in general. So Heritage Minister Stephen Gable got uh, block support on this to get this gag in place. And as I understand, um, this is not something that is happens very often. This is the kind of thing that Stephen Harper would get accused of doing. And I don't even think he did it. But here we go with the government of transparency being anything but. He actually didn't. Uh, Harper never did touch this. It, it hasn't been done in 21 years. As you mentioned, Alex, this is a bill that forces, uh, in this case, the Heritage Committee to wrap up its consideration of the first ever bill to regulate legal Internet content in Canada. That's not insubstantive. A lot of people care very strongly about that bill. But they are now um, in a steeplechase because the committee cannot wrap that up this week which puts them into next week, and of course they want to get out of here by June 23rd. That's a tall order to get that bill through the House of Commons and the Senate. It can be done if they use the hammer, and apparently they are willing to, but it won't be pretty. Yeah, but you know, Stephen Gabriel, I mean, speaking of steeplechase, he, he has hit every bush that he has done with this bill. I mean, like, he he sees it and then he runs right through it because, A, he can't explain it, but he is determined to ram this thing through um, before, I guess, Parliament wraps up for the season. What is their... Are they obsessed with this? What is the urgency of getting this through so quickly? Is it because we're heading into an election? No, it is an obsession. I mean, no, they have a control fetish. Cabinet has a demonstrable control fetish when it comes to the Internet. Gibo was talking today about his phantom bill, and this is the big one, about uh, Mm -hmm. content moderation on written words uh, on the Internet, which is uh, simply unfathomable. We've discussed that in the past. Uh, Regulation, uh, you know, an Internet kill switch to take down websites that threaten social cohesion, quote-unquote, as described in a department uh, briefing note. So, Mm. yeah, they, they, they do have a fetish about the Internet, and they know that if they don't get this through... Uh, they'll never get it through. Uh, but as I mentioned just today, Gibo is saying, yeah, that other bill, the social cohesion bill, that's pending. And any any minute now, I'm going to bring it. You know, huge mistake. <laughs> never mind, uh, you know, speculation on motive or, uh, frankly, competency. Gibo was not the guy to carry this ball for the prime minister's office. Whoever in the prime minister's office has this control fixation on the internet. Don't give the ball to Steve because he's put them so far behind uh, 
in terms of the blowback on this, it's unfathomable. I almost feel sorry for Gibo. There have been other ministers in past governments who will be subsequently blamed for loss of seats because they blundered, they shot their mouth off, and they didn't know what they were doing. And that's Steve Gibo. Well, look, the, the, it's not like they have, like, competence, uh, you know, galore. Uh, you know, they got, well, Melanie Jolie going to put this thing through or uh, maybe, uh, you know, Mark uh, Garristine. I mean, there's so many uh, dull tools in that uh, party that I don't know if, if anybody would do anything better. And I'm being polite about that. So where does it sit and where do you see this going? Because they do have support for the block on this thing. But even the NDP um, have said, look, th- th- this isn't this isn't OK. We, there is something to debate here and we need to debate it. So is it going to get pushed through? They can push it through, uh, but but it will be tight and it will be very messy. And really, the uh, gunfight will be in the Senate, where there are a lot of members who uh, who presume and broadcast the fact they are wholly independent, but they will come under unbelievable mm-hmm. pressure, and they have always caved. The Senate has not voted down a government bill in 25 years. But it'll be a mess, Alex, and and there will be a price associated with that as we go into an expected election campaign this year. Yeah, and it will get challenged and all the rest of it. I mean, bad legislation always ends up falling apart. And of course, the conservatives, if they ever get their act together, say they'll cancel it and get rid of it. But nonetheless, I don't know why they would just not tr- oh, never mind it doesn't matter well, I, no i'm picking up what you're putting care. down yeah. alex you're yeah. saying yeah in the middle yeah. of a recession and a pandemic maybe they had other things to do yeah point taken <laughs> well you know sometimes i make them uh meanwhile this is interesting but you'll have to explain it to me the federal leaders debate commission whatever that is awarded a research contract to a group that fundraised for four cabinet ministers and praised china for its environmental leadership i mean you can, if you can say that with a straight face then you're a better person than me but they were set up i guess to be impartial when created by cabinet three years three years ago you guys write candidates endorsed include infrastructure minister Catherine mckenna environment minister jonathan wilkinson heritage minister stephen and uh, Governor, uh, Digital Government Minister Joyce Murray. Um, what? Yeah, this is a group called China? Green a leader Pack. on... I know. Yeah, okay. uh, a, a group called Green Pack, and this is their stick. They like to uh, review candidates' platforms and then endorse them and then fundraise for them, which is what they did in 2019. But problem, in 2019, mm-hmm. they also received a research contract from the Leaders' Debates Commission, which was supposed to be nonpartisan and independent. It was not created by an act of parliament, but by cabinet order. A funny thing about that commission, that they, of all groups, awarded a research contract, not to the Catholic Women's League, not to the Federation of Agriculture, but the same gang that fundraised for four liberal cabinet ministers and, as you mentioned, was so singularly focused on a greenhouse gas emissions, they praised the president of China with a flattering picture of President Xi. That's something. You know, this was also the same commission that had to be sued in federal court before they would allow blacklisted reporters with uh, news media like Rebel News and the True North Public Policy Center to attend the debates. Can you imagine a circumstance in the United States in which their presidential debates commission would award a research contract to a group that fundraised for Republican candidates? I'm guessing that there would be you know, some spirited debate about that. Nothing 
here. A lot of questions about that debates commission. You know, Alex, they used to leave it up to broadcasters like you. They should have let, mm. let it alone because what you have now is really a, a Potemkin uh, agency that's supposed to be impartial and is far from it. Well, how 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 does this reach the ethics bar? I would think that um, you know there'd be some questions. A, it sounds like third party um, fundraising, and it, it seems to cross all sorts of blurred lines here. And I would think there'd be a few ethical issues here. No. Well, sure, but there's no disclosure. Not that, not you know, that we, ethics we, matters we, here. But. We, asked, we asked at one point, filed an access to information request. We wanted all documents on the selection of TV debate monitors in the last campaign, which included uh, two uh, journalists who had written biographies of liberal prime ministers because mm-hmm. they couldn't find anyone else. And you know what came back, Alex? Nothing. They said there are no, no. documents. Well, were you discussing it in in alleys behind the prime minister's office? How did that come up? Not an email, not a memo, not a briefing note. It was all done verbally. This is your debates commission. That, that's leadership to make you proud. Yikes. That's the, yeah, there's a lot of games going on with this one. All right, well, we'll keep an eye on it, but nonetheless... Uh... Here we are. I'll look forward to seeing what you guys dig up in the next couple of days. Tom, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Tom Gorski with Blacklock Supporting. Of course, it's subscription-based, but they get the goods and they deliver. So it is absolutely worth every penny. Uh, And, of course, uh, Tom will join us again on Wednesday because they always get the coolest stories.